You're listening to Wake Up Our Faith, the weekly broadcast from Uprint Faith and Personal Development. Connect with us on the web at uprint.life. Hello and welcome to Wake Up Our Faith. This is the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. Matt Ham, Kevin Adams, uh, we're with you every week here. We're the co-founders of Uprint, a faith and personal development organization uh, aimed at helping you bridge the gap between Sundays uh, by providing some really thought-provoking uh, ideas, some content, uh, some challenges, questions, all that kind of stuff to help you dive deeper uh, into who God's made you to be and then empower you to go live that out in the world. Um, corporate partners make this show possible, one of those being Freeman Landscaping. This is the largest uh, landscaping and irrigation firm in eastern North Carolina, family-owned and operated since 1992, both residential and commercial. You can give them a call, 910-796-1166. Also, Century 21 Swallier & Associates. Uh, they are the Carolina's largest Century 21 uh, agency, uh, representing buyers, sellers, um, anything in the real estate market that you need, make sure you reach out to Century 21 Swallier & Associates, 910 910- 0256 um, So Kev, you know, kind of talking in prep for today's show, uh, excited about this topic uh, of productivity. Mm-hmm. And, and I think as the year ends, a lot of people are in the mindset of finishing the year well, uh, being productive, hitting their numbers, all these different types of things flow into that. But there's a danger, can be a danger in productivity if we approach it from the wrong way. Yeah, sure. Um, well, uh, I don't know what uh, we're, 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 this is a big subject, so let's just try to keep it into, um, you, you know, in a day-to-day environment, uh, you run into things that uh, need to be done, uh, but how we define that, I guess, is what we're after today. How do you define um, not just some market or marketing brochure or blanket statement about productivity, but how do you define whether your moments are productive mm. uh, in the context of kingdom work? Sure. Something God, in other words, something God has led you to do uh, or something he's provided in, in a direction that you're heading. How do you keep, how do you blur the landscape but stop when you need to? Kind sure. Of thing? So that's a weird picture. Well, it, it sets up a, a distinguishing feature between kingdom productivity versus worldly productivity. And and that's where I think we have to start getting honest about our efforts and the to-do lists and all the things that we cloud our schedule with mm-hmm. and, and really get effective about, you know, it, it, in which direction is this productivity leading us? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I think uh, let's, let's use a couple of examples. One, one one example, these things, a lot of times we just talk about what pops up during the week, and uh, we can talk about all kind of different things, but uh, if, if you've got, uh, let's say you're, you're good at, uh, or you have a, a desire to help people in, in a certain area, like uh, um, somebody that ha- owns a salon and wants to go uh, help homeless people, they want to wash their hair or, or, or uh, you know, give them a trim, make them look nice. Well, there's that, that's fantastic. And, uh, I mean, this is a real example of the question. But how do you know, you know, if you, you give somebody a, 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 you 
you shape up their their hair and, and give them a clean and all that and if they're if they're in that world you know you may have somebody going to a job interview you may have somebody else going to uh, go right back out and into the world of drugs and prostitution or whatever so you know the, the question becomes is that productive if they go and do something other than hmm. you know what you've invested in gotcha 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 so I see where you're going with that now and it would be a similar concept of um, you know giving money to someone or whatever you're saying don't qualify um, the productivity of that based on how it's used uh, there's another metric there another measurement there yeah I mean it, it's it's it, it, so you if you have, let's say you're, you're, and I've seen this too, you, you have a, a someone who needs something. Uh, they meet you at the convenience store. Uh, you're getting gas, and they go, say, hey, I need a bus ticket. Well, you got uh, one sort of analytical thinker, who both Christians, who's going to go, oh, okay, tell me more. What do you need it for? And uh, that, that's, you know, that's kind of fooling his money soon parted. It, it, we call it wisdom and stewardship. It's not bad. It's just... You got to lead with a heart in that situation, not with a head, because uh, you, you you can you, what what they overlook is on um, the other side of that is if you've got ten bucks on you, just put it in your pocket. Um, and I've seen this, and uh, you know, just say, look, that's on Jesus. That's from him to you. Um, the the point isn't whether or not this person is going to buy a bus ticket, or if they're actually going anywhere, or if they're going to go buy, you know, a little bottle of vodka. That matters, but it doesn't really matter to us in the sense that even if this person is a thief, even, mm. uh, doesn't the thief need to see Jesus in right. action? Don't we need to give? Uh, mm. So, But that's not a blanket statement because there's another side of that, and that is don't cast your pearls to swine, which means something. Sure. So I think a lot of times people take that, the other side of that mm. first right. and say, I'm not going to... I mean, none of us need to give a bottle of whiskey to an alcoholic. That's ridiculous. Sure. I mean, Jesus wouldn't do that. Right. But if you look and see where Jesus uh, spoke to people, look at the very first thing he said. Go go through and, and, uh, and look at everything he said. Mm. Look at every person he talked to, different people, and look at the first thing he said. And what you're going to find is it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. He... he, he uh, understands what's going on with the person and deals with that issue. Right. And uh, and then you know he's he's typically not inclined to uh, uh, spend a whole lot of time with people who have this I, I'm not sick mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, arrogance, arrogance, Pharisees, that type of thing. So it's just funny. It's it's, it's less about bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's more about the heart. Sure. So we have to take that same approach, and I think these things get polarized and turned into, yeah. well, I don't want to enable somebody. Well, you know, that's not really up to you either way. At some level, yes. I mean, it gets ridiculous. You know, the, the thing that's, that's really hitting me as we dive into this is we try to, I'm saying we as people, uh-huh. we try to polarize everything. So don't cast your pearls to swine. That means you never should do it. And so I don't right. give money to homeless people because you don't cast your pearls to swine. Right. But you're making judgment and, and discernment based on 
the the moment yeah. instead of letting God speak into it. Right. That you automatically a have pearls and that b they are automatically swine. And <laughs> instead of instead of yeah. we're not calling anybody. Yeah, yeah right. Swine. But I'm just saying. But yeah. yielding to the Spirit of God, right. that is more important. Right. Um, than than this kind of polarization and one size fits all mantra. Yeah, that's right. It's so so you you come back to if you are uh, gifted. If let's say your anointing, it, your blueprint is uh, to beautify people, you're meant to go do that, and you can do that in a moment. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a different thing than sitting in front of them for hours to to teach them or discipleship type of thing, which is more what I do. But but uh, if you have that thing, or maybe you can. We can name a hundred things, and, and they're all different levels. They require different levels of time commitments, uh, you know. But there are still seed planting. Yes. So if you you can take someone in in a, in a moment and say, well, I can. If I'm this person, I can cut their hair, I can wash their hair, I can give them something. Yes. That is from God, and no matter what they do after that, has nothing to do Amen. with me. And, and so we got to stop saying that kind of stuff and just look at what's productive. In other words, who does this please? Mm. And, and it pleases God mm-hmm. no matter what they do with it. Yes. So our, our outcome, it's not based on the outcome. And I think a lot of people base their success spiritually on what happens with that person. Yes. And that just doesn't line up with uh, even the evangelical... Uh, parable of the sower, where you've got twenty five percent that's actually, you know, taking root and bearing fruit. The other seventy five are kind of sketchy. Yes, uh, I'm not throwing it all out, but uh, there's only twenty five percent of that thing, one fourth that actually is what it needs to be. Yeah, it, it kind of it has an interesting kind of tune to it as well, being that it's Christmas time and folks are in that season of kind of gift giving and whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of that weird thing about generosity that we fall into sure. is we give gifts with expectation. Yeah. You know, I'm going right. to give this to you right. and based on how you respond is whether right. or not you appreciated it or whether it was the right gift. Right. And we put this pressure on it, mm-hmm. which is all a logical construct. Yeah. And so we're, we're letting go of the, the presence of God and, and, and we're more concerned about how people respond or what they do with it rather than the act of faithfulness of actually doing what it is that he said to do. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, we're, we plant and we water. Uh, God knows how it grows. So it's up to him what happens. Now, so that said, that's mm. one side of this, and that's the, that's the place to start. Sure, um, a pure heart is what I hear. Yeah, yeah. What pleases God? Well, first of all, uh, the when you are being who you are, mm-hmm. you know, how does a tree glorify God? Mm-hmm. It, it's not. It doesn't have to stand up and preach. Uh, if you're meant to do that, do it. But a tree just is itself. Mm-hmm. So we have to kind of start there and say, well, who am I? Uh, so when you are doing that, when you are carrying out who you are, um, you know, if, if it one person, you cut their hair and they're going back to the buy some crack or whatever, so what? Mm. If they're going to go get a job interview, so what? Mm. You honor God in the fact that they got to get a glimpse of Jesus. Now think about what if you do this for two years and, and over and over and over, these seeds are being planted. So it's, it's exciting to, to look and see people grow and, and have success. But you don't do it for 
uh, strictly for that reason outcome. Mm. You do it because simply God put that in you and you go do it just like you plant a seed. You don't stand over and demand that it grows. Yes. And if it doesn't grow, then you are still successful. So, so the first, I think the first application of this idea of productivity is, is about letting go of the outcome and yeah. simply being yourself and right. doing what it is that right. God's called you to do. Right. And that ultimately is productive in its own it right. Yeah. And then the counterpoint of this, which we'll talk about in the next segment, of course, would be the don't cast your pearls of swine kind of right. idea. Um, so, so in kind of wrapping up this thought about productivity, what would you say, Kevin, is one practical way that a, a viewer or a listener um, could, in this season, as we're in Christmas and all that kind of stuff, use this as an opportunity to, to be productive in that way, to go and be a blessing to somebody? Well, product, productivity is, look at it, it's obedience. It's not the outcome. Um, and, and we just got to take our eyes off of that and it's like saying do you want an apple or do you want a bag of seed and some dirt mm. uh, give me the seed and, and I'm going to go plant it and I don't, I don't God's going to create the apple he does that part but if we get so focused on uh, the fruit uh, you know then, then we get off track so it's about the obedience is taking pleasure in just pleasing God in just being who you are. That's why we have to do it from the right place. Mm. You don't need to do it because somebody over across the street says, hey, you want to go cut down trees? There's been a hurricane. Let's help some people. Well, if, if that's a person across the street from you or you got an old person or whatever who needs help, then go do it. It's your neighbor. That doesn't mean that's your mode of oper- operation. I'm not going to go do that. I'm going to sit, but I sit in front of people all the time for hours and hours and hours, and, and the people cutting trees down don't typically do that. So, you understand if you're doing it from the right place, then do not worry about the outcome because the outcome will happen. Yes, that's up to him. So we've got to get it out of here. Yeah, or I'm pointing at my head. Yeah, and, and, and let it be a birth from your heart. And that is the essence of faithfulness, obedience. But it's a, but it's not just chores and, and yeah doing and, the right and thing and yeah and check it's, boxes it's understanding who you are and working from that place and and it, it, it you'll see it works beautifully mm. you're satisfied someone's blessed god's honored that's the right recipe yeah and and it's letting go of that thing we've been talking about recently of the how and how long absolutely you know you always let yeah. go of the how and how long it's a product of our will yeah and just be you yeah. and god blesses it right on good deal well, good start to today guys don't go anywhere we're going to come back for the next segment to wake up our faith right after this Hey, this is Matt Ham, one of the co-founders of Uprint, and I wanted to let you know about the Portable Faith Community. Wake Up My Faith is a content-rich, portable community that helps you effectively live out your faith on a daily basis. By removing the common obstacles of too little time and missed opportunity, the Uprint team now makes it incredibly simple to wake up your faith each day in a high-quality way. We offer three membership options to help you get plugged in right where you are, as well as high-quality courses and one-to-one mentoring. Go to wakeupmyfaith.com to learn more. That's www.wakeupmyfaith.com. 
Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside down living. Uh, Matt Hamm and Kevin Adams diving into a fantastic conversation today about kingdom productivity, uh, learning to let go of the outcome, and a uh, really, really good start to today's show. Appreciate you guys tuning in. If you're watching this streaming on YouTube, uh, Twitter, or Facebook, let us know where you're watching or listening from. We'll certainly ask any questions, we might be able to answer those uh, here on the show. As well, you can subscribe to the podcast where all of this content is archived, uh, both on iTunes as well as um, Spotify. Sorry, my brain went blank for a second. Um, <laughs> guys, we want to recognize our corporate partners for making this possible. One of those being Chris Hutchins and his team at Guaranteed Rate Mortgage. Chris has a growing team, growing mortgage office here in Wilmington with Guaranteed Rate, more than 20 years of experience in the business, 910-344-0304 is the best way to get a hold of them if you need to finance or refinance or see about buying a home. Also, too, um, our good friend Chris Riley at, and the team at Fountain Financial Associates. They're in the business of long-term financial planning, financial management. Uh, they call it keeping promises and giving clients and families a better life. Make sure you reach out to Chris Riley and the team at Fountain Financial Associates, 910-256-8882. So, Kev, talking about kingdom productivity today mm -hmm. and learning to let go of the outcome, come at it from a pure heart, right. be you, right. do what it is that God's called you right. to do, that's the most productive thing. The flip side of that, however, is this concept of don't cast your pearls to swine. So right. how can we begin yeah. to navigate that? What does that look like? Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, you think about the uh, Samaritan, the good Samaritan and the guy, he's helping the guy. The guy's been kind of beat up. He's bedraggled and thrown across the, the road or whatever. And, uh, you know, that's, that, that's simply someone needs help. It doesn't matter about the parameters or, or the outside circumstances. What matters is this is a human being and they need help. Mm. And that right there is always sort of, uh, rule number one. one. So, but let's set that aside a minute because now we're now what we're talking about today is uh, being productive kingdom citizens. And what does that look like? Mm. Uh, and we'll talk about that in the business uh, segment of the show too. Um, but uh, so when you when you look at where you know we're told in scripture. Uh, not to cast your pearls to swine and, and pearls, you know, wisdom. But we can look at that too as a it's a type of investment. And of course, you're not going to take your stuff and just throw it to the pigs. That's don't waste uh, what God's given you on something. Uh, and and you know, he's talking about people. Sure, but, uh, <laughs> he's using pigs. I mean, that's pretty. Uh, uh, Sheep, pigs, goats, whatever. Right, <laughs> he right. calls about all of them. <laughs> metaphorical, uh, parabolic language. But uh, anyway, um, so we have to draw a distinction. So, you know, another scenario would be if someone is asking you, let's say God puts something on your heart. Now, this happened to us. Someone uh, a few years ago, we, we, uh, uh, we didn't have much, but we, we were able to, uh, we needed to do some lawn stuff and uh, some heavy stuff that needed some tools. I didn't mow the lawn, but we had a kid come along and, uh, you know, we paid him a, a significant amount of money to do a, a bunch of trimming on hedges that had overgrown for like three or four years. 
Uh, we did it because we felt led to do it. We didn't really have the money, but we spent it anyway, and we didn't even have to because our landlord should have paid it. But all that said, uh, we did it to help this kid. Mm-hmm. Well, and then we even uh, had him over and for dinner and that kind of stuff. So, uh, but that was all God said to do. And so, but what we found out later was, you know, then he began to, you know, want more and ask for things. And, and it wasn't. Now, sometimes you go, okay, this is a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just the moment. So, you know, it, 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 it wasn't that we didn't feel uh, like, oh, no, you're going to go wasted. It wasn't about that. See, that's where people get off. They think, well, you know, I'm going to. Uh, have to I don't, I don't want to enable you yeah that's that fear thing yeah I mean these people were living in basically living out of their car the girlfriend and all that it wasn't a good situation mm-hmm. so but but looping back around hey can you help me with this and that and the other and um, you know if God had put that on my heart I would have done it or, or Holly's my wife but uh, but it wasn't about that um, so it, it so but it'd be real easy to go, you know, yeah, you're going to waste my resources mm-hmm. um, because you're going to go off and, and do something bad with it. Right. And that's sort of the idea. And, and you know, that's not holistically uh, bad. It's just it, there's some brushstrokes here that need to be dealt with because it's not like that. It shouldn't be like that. So why would you turn away from someone who's in need? Even if they're kind of goofy or yeah. off base, what what is the right thing to turn away from? Sure. So again, these are all nuances. They're spirit led things. We can't just put a one size glove on it. But but we have to put something productive together to talk about it. So when would you turn away? And um, when would uh, you not help the? You know the guy laying in the. When would the good Samaritan say enough? Yeah, the discernment piece. When yeah. when would you allow discernment to guide you yeah. whether or not you continue to scatter seed into? It's like putting seed in concrete. I I, I remember I was speaking yeah. and it just came out in the middle of the talk. Oh, yeah, I yeah, was like, good. you wouldn't put a seed in concrete. Right, it's not soil. Right. The seed can't grow on concrete. Yeah, it's hard ground. And at yeah. some point in time, you would go, I'm not going to put my seed on concrete. Right, right? right. but that doesn't mean that. You know, as you're scattering, if some falls in the car, whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. What the question is is, what would you, um, what would be the marker? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't. I don't have anything in the moment that hits me about what would be the marker because immediately I, I want to go to, well, how are they using it or what? To me, it would be more about their attitude. It would be. It would be about their demeanor and if there was a sense of entitlement there or something like that, that's where I think I would probably start to feel some discernment. Okay. I'm best just saying me, answering well, that question. Uh, yeah, and, that, and that's pretty typical uh, in different levels. Um, but it's really about um, uh, if is this helping them, but it's not really about them, just like the other side of this isn't about them and their outcome. Mm-hmm. It's more about... Are there other people that need my time, mm. that need my resources, that God's speaking that to me? So, uh, is there better soil? Yeah, and and so and I run into this a lot. Um, you know, I've gotten pretty adept at being able to, to see this and draw that line. And some people that don't understand it, 
oh, they think, well, you're, you know, you're just being arrogant or you're, it's not really that. It's about being productive. It's not saying this person over here, whether they're goofy or not, mm-hmm. goofy being you're about to waste resources. Uh, no, it, it's not that. If, if God puts it on your heart to help somebody, no matter what they're doing, you should do it. Mm. But see, you've got to navigate by the Spirit. You, you can't make these kind of decisions out of intellect. And that's, you know, that's where we get into what's, what's superior here is the Spirit. Spirit's eternal uh, you know this five sense thing we navigate by is temporary, and uh, it'll it'll will we'll shortchange our lives if we navigate by. It. So that said, uh, casting your pearls to swine begins at: uh, Are there other people who need this versus this person? And uh, you know, I, I spent hours on the phone with 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 some folks recently. Uh, uh, different people, and uh, some people I'll keep doing it, and other people I'll say, you know, this isn't, there's no, it's not really going anywhere. I will still do it for you, but I've got to apply that time over here. Mm-hmm. So it's not about, uh, maybe the difference is it's not about hoarding or holding on to your resources. It's just about rechanneling them in a place that is productive. And that, the best place to be productive, again, goes back to what is God saying? I'm here to please Him. Yeah. If He's saying, Stop, move over here. Yeah. That's where you do this. And we have to start and finish there rather than what's going on with this person. You see, there's yeah. a difference there. There's there's two thoughts that come to mind to me. One is kind of associated with the business side of things. And I think about the concept in business where it says you need to fire 20% of your clients because you have a certain number of your clients that just eat up all of your time. Sure. And, yep. and your your resources yeah. and, and wisdom and insight would be better spent mm-hmm. on someone who's not going to consume your time. Right. You know, that concept. Yeah. The second to me is, is, and what it boils down to, is humility. Is the person that you're pouring into, is there a humble, contrite spirit, mm-hmm. you know, or is there this weird kind of right. arrogant kind of thing where it's not appreciative, it's demanding, right. and it's it's oppressive, yeah. and and that's where you go, okay, well, I, I, if there's a humble dude and an arrogant guy, both need to see Jesus, but I'm not going to continue going back and trying to convince the arrogant guy of his arrogance. Right. I'm going to go out and pour into those who are humble. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and and again, the underlying thing is what's God saying to you. It's not about the person anymore, uh, and we got to really make sure we're we're making that statement. Uh, we have to be led by God because you know the sound of His voice always begins where common sense ends. It's not about what you see; it's about what He's saying to you and being led in that environment. And and I mean, He'll tell you to do crazy things and. You know, help this person, help that person. Um, you, you know, it's akin to the homeless guy on the corner. Uh, how do you know when to help and when not to? Now, this thing's gotten out of hand uh, nowadays. You, you, you see college kids with earbuds and iPhones and a sign on a corner. And that's silly. I mean, come on. But you go back about 20, 30 years, and, and this, you know, people were doing that, and it meant something. You saw a lot of vets doing that, but now things have changed. There's a lot more environmental, uh, there's a lot more uh, places that people that are homeless and struggle can get help. Um, so all I'm saying is those decisions cannot be made whether you're 
uh, conservative thinker, liberal thinker. It's not about, hey, buddy, get a job. Look what I did in my life. Or being a hippie and saying, why don't I become you? And you you just have everything. Thing, I mean, yes. these, are, these are polar, silly ideas. There are people who will go buy drugs with what you give them. But if God's telling you to do it, then you do it. And you don't worry about that because God's doing something. It's right. about him and and his outcome and what he's up to. There are other people who look like they need help. And if he's saying, stop, I need you to go over here, then you've got to honor that. So it's less about the people and what you're seeing. Yeah. And it's more about saying, okay, God, you put this on my heart. Now let me go do it. That glorifies him versus, you know, well, I've kept my resources back from the bus ticket guy because, you know, he was going to take the money. Yeah. And, he, and I could have, you know, bought some lunch with it. Whatever. Well, it's a really, it's a really, really powerful and interesting conversation as you start to let it settle in and you think about how many of the actions that we take as a body of believers mm -hmm. and they're wrapped in our own logic and understanding mm -hmm. based around what we do. Right. And so we make decisions organizationally, you know, churches, institutions, whatever, based on this logical thing yeah. and it's measurable and all this kind of stuff right. and we may be missing out on what it is that God's called us yeah. to do. By the same token, there might be this liberal organization, if you will, that just like you said, is just completely handing it out mm -hmm. because they feel feel like that that's the call of the gospel, right. not listening to the Lord saying, hey, stop right. this. Right. And so it's it's never a one-size-fits-all. We, yeah. we need to be patient enough to let him speak to yeah. that. Well, it's just like saying faith is not just belief in God. It, it's, it's about believing God. So in order to love like God, we have to have faith. It just, it just doesn't work without that. Love's the greatest because it's this is the engine of everything, but faith is the foundation to that skyscraper. So you have to have that to let his love pass through you. You know, in 1 John 4, it says uh, we, we love because he first loved us. And it's, it's not even, you know, it's not a math equation. It's we have to be the vessel to let his love pass through. But that love looks so different when it's coming from him uh, we'll do things that make no sense to people. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is we're not planting in good soil if we're doing it out of our willpower or for some other motive, even a good motive, yes. if it's not coming from God. So we have to look at it that way. Yeah. Remember you, who you are, too. Yeah. And those things tie together because God made you. When you are who you are, it's never wasted. It's not. That's right. Just like yeah. a tree, being a tree, yeah. uh, isn't a waste. it's not a waste yeah. of time. Absolutely. Guys, we're going to take a short break. Come back to the second segment of our show, Wake Up Our Faith in Business, right after this. 